0: If you're not listening to podcast, the podcast, terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore said. Welcome to the podcast. Sit down and enjoy a pint. All right, welcome to the podcast. In this episode, Mike, Eric, and Allison join me to break down the movie Snatch from director Guy Ritchie. Last episode, we broke down Casino Royale, and I said that was my top five, or in my top five uh, movies of all time. But I think I was wrong. Uh, I think number six is Casino Royale, and that Snatch actually is in the top five. Uh, Either way, Snatch is great. Uh, It builds on the London gangster underground that uh, Guy Ritchie established in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Uh, And it really shows Ritchie's style of writing and directing um, that you can see in his most recent movie, uh, The Gentleman, with uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, it's a super fun heist movie and we had some great ideas about how to recast it if it was being made today. So go to the bookies, grab your 86 carat diamond and get ready for Snatch.
1: Of a fist 86
2: carats.
3: Do you know, something that I've done,
2: jeez, it's flawless. Where
3: London, London,
2: you know, fish, chips, cup of tea, Mary Poppins, London. What do I know about diamonds? I'm a boxing promoter. I've got a bare knuckle fight. So I want to use the pie key.
3: Fish of Ah, what you're gonna have to repeat that? your of can't You what? What is a gun doing in your trousers? For protection. <laughs> protection from what? The Germans. <laughs> i the case and give you the stone. The only man who knew the combination. You just shot. I'm
0: getting heartburned. Tony, do something terrible. Where is the stone?
3: Heavy. Shut up and sit down, you big bald. So what should I fight? You can call me Susan if it makes you happy.
0: I don't care if it's Muhammad, I'mad, Bruce
1: Lee. And we're going down in the fourth round. Whoops.
2: Anything to declare? Yeah, don't go to England. Saddle Sauce Frame
1: Furniture and uh, Scarfer Cushions with uh, Match and Sackler Corners. Did you understand the single word? What did you say? Ah! All right,
0: uh, Snatch. This came out in December 2000. Ow. But like all the data you find, that, or all the information I found on it, is basically 2001 because it yeah. came out know, so late. Uh, So here
1: is We're right at the 20th anniversary mark.
2: We are at the 20-year mark, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Here's the no-nonsense plot. Uh, Mike, if you don't remember, this is when I give the IMDb description of the movie and it's very dry and kind of... uh, uh, It misses the mark usually, but we'll see. Clinical. Yeah, clinical, exactly. Uh, Unscrupulous boxing promoters violent bookmakers, a Russian gangster, incompetent amateur robbers, and supposedly Jewish jewelers fight to track down a priceless stolen diamond. All right. Not
1: bad. Fair enough. It's it's covering all the ingredients. Right. So.
0: Yeah. It definitely lacks something, which is what we like. Uh, Okay. Overall reaction to the movie. When this came out, uh, where were you? Where did you see it? What impact did it have? Do you remember um, you know uh, being excited or, or not or did it sneak up on you? Because I remember it coming out um, and being fired up to see it because it it sort of it combined all like all the stuff I like. It was gangster movies, it was sort of boxing, it was you know Irish, English, sort of nonsense. Of yeah, a heist. Uh, all that sort of stupid stuff. And I was fired up. And this was pr- like kind of on the heels of Fight Club of 1999. And so Brad Pitt boxing, that was a thing for a while, like all, all the fighting stuff. So I was totally in from, from the beginning. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is like one of my favorite movies. It's It was so funny, so unique, uh, gritty, gangster, uh, Guy Ritchie stuff. Anyone?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll jump. I'll jump in right here. So, I will tell you. I saw this movie in the theater. I was so stoked for it because uh, I had gotten on the train late for Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels.
0: Yeah, totally. And
2: yeah. and so I saw that on got probably on what would it have been in two thousand? Was it DVD yet or no? Either way, yeah, totally. I got on. I got on that train late, and it was probably you know, within a year, year and a half of snatch coming out. So I was really jacked to see it. And first of all, I am a massive sucker for a good heist movie. Yeah. So there's a bit, that's a big piece of this. Benicio del Toro is one of my favorites, you know, yep. uh, Brad Pitt was on fire at that point, And Jason Statham was just kind of coming in. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely, I saw this in the theater and um, it was everything that I expected it to be. And, and more, yeah. which is one of the reasons it's in my top five. If you go back to some of our podcasts from the earlier years,
0: <laughs> well, and th- so this is mm-hmm. we did Casino Royale last week, and that's one that I've said is in my top five, but th- Snatch is also in my top five. I think
1: <laughs> you've got 10 top five. Well, I have
2: how I have many, t- s- how many you have in your top five? Yeah, I have <laughs> six <laughs> movies competing for
3: five <laughs> spots,
0: and I think Snatch and Casino Royale are constantly fighting in and out, in and out. So, uh, At the moment, we're going to say Snatch is my top five. It may be six, but 5A and 5B. Right. Yeah. Perfect. They're really good. Uh, Eric, I'm sure... I'm trying to think. 2000. I bet you didn't see this in the theater.
4: I did see this in the theater. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, I was in the Army at the time in North Carolina. Um, I do remember it coming out. Um. I remember like being intrigued by like just the, I remember the advertisements used the Brad, Brad piss character a lot. And I was intrigued by that. And also another thing I remember about it was guy. Richie had recently, I can't remember if they were married yet, but he was at the very least dating Madonna. And I remember, Mm -hmm. and we watched, I remember what, still when MTV still showed music and they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they had like, I remember Madonna being on a lot and Madonna actually like walking around wearing like a t-shirt saying snatch coming soon. Yeah. So I remember there was uh-huh. a lot of people talking about it and yeah, we went to see it in the theater and we're very excited to see it.
0: So I'm going to, I'm going to step on the fun facts trivia section for a second. Uh, Cause you mentioned Madonna, Madonna. uh, so they were possibly dating or maybe not, not even dating when they were filming this movie and they used her song, lucky star in the movie. Right. And they had to pay a million dollars to use that song cut to a few months later, they got married and, uh, and were a couple. i I think the marriage happened before the premiere or something to that effect. So, uh, he just missed a chance. Uh, he, I'm sure he could have got a discount
1: if they were married. Right. But, uh, no.
2: Yeah, he might have got that for half a million.
1: Yeah, exactly. Although the marriage didn't last all that long. They really tried to get their money's worth, though, because they use it multiple times in the movie. Yeah. To kind of yeah. The... yeah.
0: Well, that's, I don't have anything here. I don't know if anyone wants to talk about it uh, or get specific about it, but the soundtrack is really good. And oh, it's really it's like it's sort of unique, and it's it's songs. I mean, as we know, I'm not Johnny Music, uh, so a lot of these songs I heard for the first time, or at least I wasn't super familiar familiar with them when they came when it came
1: out. I would yeah, I would time. say you know just in terms of general reaction to the movie, the music and the editing are yeah. what make the movie. I mean it's a great story and it's fun and all those things, but it really kind of kicks it over the top with the editing and the music. And it's really well done. And obviously Guy Ritchie does all of the quick cuts and all of that, but I do like how the music enhances some of that, like the Viva Las Vegas thing with um, Mm -hmm. Frankie Four Yeah,
2: with Benicio. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: This kind of establishes his, like Guy Ritchie's, Style and tone for the Sherlock Holmes movies, The right. Gentleman, uh, Rock and Roller came after this, which is one I like a lot. It's kind of, it's a bit under the radar. It's not quite as good as this, but the similar in tone. Yeah.
2: Def- Definitely under the radar, though, and, and I think a little yeah. bit underrated.
0: Yeah, I like And The
2: Gentleman, I mean, not, not to steer too far off topic, oh, but uh, I, rec-
0: uh, I we, recently we saw The Gentleman. Yeah, we all are. And it, it's, it's a gem. Yeah. yeah, it's a jump. We will do that at some point uh, just to talk about it. Uh, although recasting it, we're not doing that. No. We'll have to do everything else. Except
1: yeah. For that. Right. Yeah. I like The Man from Uncle also was. Man from Uncle, right. Um, Guy Richie. And I think that one is under the radar as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I like
1: it a lot more than the critic score would or the audience score would even. <laughs> well, to speaking like
0: it. of that, let's do Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so what do you guys think the audience score for Snatch is? Uh, we're going to do audience and critics. Um, Mike, I'll tell you that we always think the audience <laughs> score is higher than the critics, but we're wrong more than half the time. So I don't, we don't have a good feel for this yet. Right. So what do we think the audience score is for Rotten Tomatoes for Snatch?
1: Um, I'll go first. I'm going to say 87.
4: All right. Eric? Audience score? Yeah. 85. Mike?
0: He's coming back in. I'm in. All right. Uh, Sorry about
2: that, guys. I don't know what happened. I just got unceremoniously bounced.
0: That's all right. Did you hear? We're doing the Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay. Uh, So audience versus critics. Uh, So we're doing the audience score. What do you think Snatch got? Uh, from the audience, what was
1: the score? And I said, I, th- I said eighty-seven. Eric said
2: eighty-five. Yeah, yeah. I was, getting, you know, my my first instinct was to say eighty-eight. Oh, that's a nice cluster.
1: Eighty-eight. That is
2: quite the cluster. I wonder if we're we're on the mark.
0: Rotten Tomatoes, the audience gave Snatch a ninety-three. Ooh. Oh my God! I undersold it. Whew. Now that said, what did the critics give Snatch uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, Al?
1: <sighs> critics, let's see. Are they going to like the creativity Malayev appreciated the guy richiness of Guy Ritchie? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say uh, eighty-five. Eighty-five,
4: Eric. Um,
2: seventy-five. Miguel. I was going to say 78 because I remember the critics not being so kind to lock, stock, and tube smoking barrels. Yeah.
0: Uh, the critics gave uh, Snatch a score of 73.
2: There we go. That's one of Man. the most ones we've
3: done
2: recently. How wrong could they possibly have been on that's this? Fun.
0: So, Snatch made a total of $83 million. Worldwide. Uh, 30 million domestic, which is the number we pay attention to the most. Uh, 30 million domestic. American
1: domestic? domestic? Yeah. All right. didn't know if it would be like a British.
0: No, one. yeah. Um, which ranked it number 79 in 2001. Wow. Uh, sandwiched mm. right between the classics, <laughs> or not mm-hmm. so classic, of Not Another Teen Movie wow. and Riding <laughs> Cars with Boys. Wow. Uh, and right behind that was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, wow. so it was not some giant hit. Although, if you total the worldwide gross, which was 83 yeah. million, it was it, the movie cost six million pounds to make. Hmm. So, uh, call that eight million bucks. I don't know,
3: yeah.
0: Uh, eight million to make 80 million that's a
1: huge, wild success, yeah. So, absolutely. That's uh, Guy Ritchie's Yeah. Uh, There's a bit of trivia around that as well. Yeah, oh, okay.
0: I didn't know, I'm, I can't wait to hear that one. Yeah. Um, let me give you the top 10 from 2001 with box office. Uh, okay, it's, it's kind of- This is it's, 2000. Uh, 2001.
1: Two, oh, 2001,
0: yeah. okay. Uh, so this is number one, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone then Shrek, then Monsters, Inc., then Rush Hour 2, The Mummy Returns, wow. Pearl Harbor, Jurassic Park 3, Planet of Apes, Hannibal, and The Lord of the Rings, the first one. Wow. So, yes. yeah, not a uh, a murderer's row of great movies no. in 2001. There's
1: a couple big franchises in there. Yeah,
0: totally. They're all like summer
3: popcorn movies, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on, trivia. Al, what's your trivia you had about
1: Oh, well, so just on the, um, kind of on the budget situation, you know, spending $6 billion on this movie, that they didn't have enough budget for extras and mm-hmm. so at the fight scene, mm-hmm. every angle, they'd have like the crowd behind it. And if they shot a different angle, everybody had to like shuffle over and be in the crowd somewhere else. So it's it. like the same 15 or 20 <laughs> guys in the audience just moving around the ring um, to make it look like there was a big crowd. Yep. Um. Let's see. Uh, fuck is said 163 times. Oh,
0: so I saw that too. And then I... I... Cross checked it with another site, uh, said 159 times. Oh, so
1: I, I checked two sites and it was both said 163. 100.
0: Okay. I, I liked 159 times specifically because uh, it's tied with Platoon and one more than your movie, The Heat. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> not
0: Rob Nash's movie, heat, heat, but The Heat. The
1: Heat was oh one less. It's so great.
0: So the Wilbur Wall Street holds the record with supposedly five hundred and sixty-nine bucks.
1: How many five hundred? Wow, that's incredible. That's more. What was the Lebowski was pretty high yeah, up there too, right? These but, days, it's not even. Yeah, many have surpassed wow. it by now. Okay.
4: Oh. Yeah, that's like Wilt Chamberlain's hundred points. Nobody's ever.
0: Yeah. Well, and even this five sixty-nine is up for debate, but it's you know just call it five hundred plus, right? Yeah.
1: All right, so there were a number of things, I'll just do a couple that I thought were interesting and then if after everybody goes through, um, if you don't have them. So um, going back to the Madonna Mm -hmm. topic that um, the guys that were doing the robbery at the beginning, they're all dressed up as Jewish jewelers, they're talking about having this whole conversation about the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. That is said to be a nod to reservoir dogs where they're having the conversation about like a virgin. Yep.
3: Thought
1: yeah. But that was kind of another that was so another Madonna um piece in the movie.
0: It's like he was obsessed with Madonna yeah. or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um the I'll I'll do two more and then I'll I'll pass the mic. Um one is that every mistake mm-hmm. um that um Saul uh Vinny and Tyrone made during the course of the uh, movie were actual, came from a late night TV show about real life crime, um, criminals that, you know, where the things have gone wrong. It's like America's dumbest criminals or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I thought that was creative.
0: Like CCDB
1: stuff. Yeah. And then the other, which I thought, I I didn't spend a lot of time really um, cross-referencing this, but IMDB was my source. So, I figure there's people that are fact checking that. But um, when uh, Mickey is saying the color of the caravan that he wants for uh, Mima, periwinkle blue, periwinkle blue, and that is believed to be like a reference to um, Norman Bates the Dress that Norman Bates gets his mom, which good is Lord. periwinkle blue, so like kind of this guy that's obsessed and really <laughs> focused and adores the mother. Um,
3: ah,
2: wow, that's a good one.
1: So, I, I thought whether or not that's true, but if it is, I really like it. Um, and Brad Pitt never, uh, Mickey never introduces her yeah, yeah. by name, it's just Nima, Nima,
2: Nima,
3: Nima. uh,
0: okay. Let's see, this, I'll give the first one here from Mike and then the second one is my favorite one, my favorite uh, trivia piece. Uh, <clears throat> okay, Mike, you're talking about Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels? Yes. Uh, the critics were, di- were hard on uh, Lockstock because the Cockney accents were so thick and difficult to understand, oh, yeah. at least for the critics, if not you know, American audiences in general. Uh, So, Richie saw this and responded and specifically made the character of Mickey virtually unintelligible on purpose to fuck with the critics and fuck with the audience and honestly even fuck with the other uh, cast members too. uh,
4: uh, I kind of love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite piece of trivia too.
0: Mumbling fuck.
1: It's so great.
0: So, the one that I like the best is because it's so perfect for the person and honestly, the character. <clears throat> Vinnie Jones doesn't actually appear in the scene in which Vinnie, and, uh, the character Vinnie, uh, Vincent, and oh, Saul yeah. are sitting in the car outside the bookies, trying to hand over the diamond or figuring out how to do it, uh, outside the bar, I guess, uh, where uh, Vinnie Jones, bullet Tony, walks up and knocks his gun on the window and uh, you know, it tells him to uh, uh, basically hand over the diamond. Uh, that's a, and then you only see his reflection in the window. So you can't see his face watching it last night. It's definitely dubbed over the guy. The guy's head is not saying the words that are, that you hear. Um, it's a, a lookalike or a double because Vinny, Vinny Jones, who is a former uh, soccer player. Uh, yeah. Soccer player. Uh, it's not rugby. it's soccer. soccer. Um, who is known as a tough guy. Like Basically, a, a soccer goon would fight people and get red cards and get thrown out all the time. Just a tough guy, fighting guy, uh, hence his character. Uh, he got into a fight the night before, was thrown into jail, so he couldn't make it to set oh to film God. this scene. <laughs> I <love
3: it>. <laughs> yeah,
2: I love, I love that piece of trivia. That is so great.
0: Uh, the dog, yeah. his name was Bow. B-O-W. That's a good name.
1: Is it Bow or Bo? Because oh. I... Oh.
0: I said, bow, like
1: bow-wow?
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. I don't know. Bow or bow? (laughs) Uh, I said, we're going to go with bow. Uh, So he bit Lenny James, uh, the character Saul, uh, in the crotch in the the car scene, and was replaced by another dog that they made look like him, like painted his eyes or whatever. Um, But also later on, uh, uh, Saul, uh, he... Shoots the shotgun at the bookies and he hits himself again in the crotch with the uh shotgun. And that take is in the uh, yeah, the scene. yeah, I
2: yeah and actually in the movie,
0: yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt, as Mickey, didn't shower much if at all during filming, so he could have that grungy, greasy look. And he fucking pulled it off because <laughs> oh, he did, he looks greasy, very <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, nearly. I don't have a number, but nearly every death in the movie takes place off screen.
1: Yep. And do you know how many there are?
0: I do. Uh, Mike and Eric, do you have an idea of how many, what the body count is for Snatch?
4: I'm gonna say, yeah. Go ahead, Eric. I'm gonna say about a dozen.
2: Mike. Oh man, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a cool eight.
0: The number I found was 26.
1: That's the number I
0: found, too. Are you, Are you
2: kidding, kidding me?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, think about it. At the, there's, like, a bunch of randoms with brick Bricktop at the beginning. Where, yeah, yeah. You know, there, there's just a lot of that.
2: A lot of that, even that flashback stuff. Yeah, then, you, you know, know, there's yeah. the guys in
1: the van after the fight that get shot up. It feels high, but, yeah, yeah with all the...
0: All of Bricktop's guys who get slaughtered by the pikies at the end. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's all the trivia I I have. If you want to add something else, uh, feel free. But I have one question for the group. Because I thought I I would find this in the research and I didn't. So we have to come up with our own hypothesis here, uh, all four of us. Uh, Throughout the movie, from the beginning to the end, essentially, Turkish is drinking milk the entire time. Anytime see yes. him with a drink, it's always milk. He's getting milk. He's, he's got a glass of milk. He's got milk in the car. He throws milk on the car that causes the, the wreck. Why do we think he's drinking milk? My thought is that the only thing is it's like a foreshadowing to when he throws that milk, causes the accident and kicks off the events that, you know, uh, the
3: trigger yeah to,
1: that it's supposed to be like the clue that it's him that does it i guess i
0: mean but we do see it at the end like, there's no question he did it uh, any idea why he's drinking milk is there's some uh, uh, there must be some sort of symbolism or some inside joke that i can't
2: figure out i think the i i
4: don't know i think the, i think it's used to set up that prop you know what i mean
0: i guess but
4: yeah. if, Or is it used just as an excuse for Tommy to have that monologue about the uh, human, yeah, human digestion and evolution? Yeah,
0: yeah. That's it. All seems flimsy. I, I I think we need to go uh, get guy Richie on the horn and ask him directly. (laughs) We uh, do.
1: All right. Beep. beep. (laughs) Uh, I've got. Did they have? Oh,
0: do you guys have any other trivia to add? There's not a lot I, of stuff available online, so I No,
2: know. I think I think one interesting thing that I did find, and I did not realize this and had to kind of go back and look at it. Uh the Dennis Farina character who I I really <laughs> enjoyed in this movie, right? Cousin Avi. Hello, Avi. Um yes. his, his name is not Avi. Right. And you When's know the, first that
0: name? I forget Abraham.
2: Abraham Ab- Abraham Denovitz. Denovitz. So right. Yeah. He is Jewish because, you know, when I first saw the movie the first time, I'm like, there's no way. Is he really Jewish or is he playing a Jewish guy, right? Like, you know, an Italian guy playing a Jewish guy, like making, making believe so that he can be in the, you know, in the diamond yeah. trade. He's
0: Jewish, so, but like his, it appears his cousin uh, isn't, Doug the Head. Doug the Head. Yeah. Because I think he, I, even in the voiceover, it says that he's, yeah. he's not, but he it, yeah. it's like, good so, business. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But he and Doug the Head have the same surname. I know. So I don't know. It, I don't know. It's just like an, another interesting little twist in the entirety of this movie. That he, you know,
3: uh,
0: he he converted to Protestantism.
2: Yeah, Protestantism at some point. Yeah, Anglican.
0: Anglican. Uh, Eric, did you have any? Yeah, dive
4: in, Eric. Um there's not much no there. yeah there isn't much out there I yeah I had the one the ones that I can think of are the ones that have been brought up already about um the reason for Brad Pitt's character being uh nobody can understand him and
3: yeah
4: and i even and I remember I had read about like the the million dollars paid for Lucky Star and stuff yeah. like that but That's that's about all I can remember. Two about casting, but that's separate.
1: Yeah, I've got one other one. and I don't know that it's really trivia. And I was trying to think, okay, so why would this be? um, Either it's a continuity issue or there's an intentional part to the story. And I thought perhaps I, I, I kind of have an idea of why they would do it. So throughout the whole movie, they talk about it being an 86 carat diamond.
3: Yeah. Yes. So
1: the very end of the movie when they remove the diamond from the dog's belly, they say it's an 84 carat diamond. And so So did the
2: did it break down in the dog's system?
1: No, <laughs> uh, no I was not thinking that. I was thinking are they trying to hide the fact that they f- have this diamond and not like starting the whole story back up. So not saying Uh-oh. it's another 86 carat Brilliant diamond that's been found and is looking to be sold. It's an eighty-four carat. It's not the diamond. same one. It's not the same. It's same. not the
2: same one. Yeah,
1: like, and, it's, and, it, and it's off by a couple carats. Like, so, would, you, would you sacrifice a couple carats in order to get it for eighty-four? Um, yeah, right, right. Versus right. eighty-six, or is it just an error?
0: My take on that is the voiceover at, at that point at least is from Turkish. At the end. Is I mean, I guess the whole thing is really, but uh, uh, specifically there, uh, when he would have gotten the diamond out of the dog and had Doug the head look at it and Doug the head uh, evaluated it as 84 carats, uh, where 86 may have been an estimate before or, you know what I mean?
2: Or did somebody chip two carrots off of it to get a little
0: taste? (laughs) Well, that's not unheard of. Yeah. always
3: possible
1: yeah this might have to be another uh one to add to our list for guy ritchie yeah all right
3: uh, but i i thought
1: that i definitely caught it last night and yeah. and i it kind of I, I i it made me pause just for a second and then i kind of moved I on i fully
0: believe it's that's a mistake right it's got be. i don't know yeah i would think but so.
1: I, li- I like the i like the idea that it's they're trying to disguise it that it's a different diamond and
0: i like the idea that the the Dog's uh, stomach acid ate <laughs> away to, two to carrots. <laughs> two carrots
1: worth, worth of vitamin. <laughs> <Biden. laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, okay. I love it.
0: I've got two little things about casting and that's all I found. Okay. I didn't really dive into it too far. Uh, Brad Pitt was originally offered the role of Turkish, yep. but he couldn't nail the London, London accent. Yep. So they gave him the garbled Irish English pikey accent. So he yep. can just yep. do that which dovetails nicely into my previous discussion on one of our podcasts where I said, Brad Pitt does the worst ever Irish accent in uh, that movie with Harrison Ford. Uh, oh, God. It was awful. It was awful. He was trying to do a Northern Irish, and it was horrendous. I don't remember. He can't do – he can't pull off an a Irish-English accent.
2: UK, yeah, like that whole – yeah. It's not he does not have that shot in his back. No.
0: And then the other one I have this is interesting. I question how uh really how far this went, but supposedly Sean Connery was the first choice to play Bricktop.
3: Yeah, I saw that. Yes.
0: And it went as far as that he they had him watch lockstock and two smoking barrels uh, to get a feel for Richie and he walked. I, I didn't see anything after that. Like there was no like He hated it and said, go fuck yourself. There wasn't anything like that, but his name was never associated with the movie after that. So you can imagine.
1: But I did did read that after Snatch came out, he saw the movie and said it was a good movie.
0: Oh, Sir Sean. He's on board.
4: All right. Now that you've mentioned bringing that up, I thought, um, I'm pretty sure I read something where, Yash. Sean Connery watched Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels and came out of it saying he liked it, but then at the same time was sort of like, eh, You can't afford me. And
0: yeah, I, yeah, I saw that he, and he watched it, and then uh, whatever I read, like there was no conclusion to it. Like he was like, Yeah, well, it's fine.
2: I'll say this if the budget for the film was eight, it was exactly. six million pounds, right? He would have cost six million pounds minimum.
0: They couldn't afford so, an extra three hundred extras for the fight scene. So, I mean, right?
2: Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were moving the extras in the fight scenes around the ring so that they could have them in the background. It's wild. <laughs> I mean, talk about doing it on a, on on a shoestring budget. Yeah, there is another. In, there's an interesting. It's not so much a casting thing, but Guy Ritchie appears in the movie, right? Yeah. When uh, when we first meet Doug the Head, it's in a bar. Yeah. And he's like in the background reading a newspaper. And he's done a few cameos in his movies, not many though, only like two or three.
1: Yeah, there were a number of other places in the movie where members of the crew were used mm-hmm. um, as extras, or some people. You know, like everybody was kind of like doubling up on parts. The
4: re- yeah, like um, isn't the uh, the guy the head the guy in charge of the stunts was the guy getting his yeah. head smashed in the door by? By uh, Jones.
0: yeah man you can make these cheap movies you got to use everybody that's yes. around
4: all hands on deck <laughs>
0: in, in one <laughs> of the uh, like uh, behind the scenes uh, I don't know uh, movies or, or videos uh, I found online um, the reason guy Ritchie was in the pub in that scene is because he just that's just where he was sitting he just where he was directing the 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 shot from
1: oh really
0: he was having a like a cup of tea over there reading the paper and stuff and they're like yeah we're getting ready for the shot he's like yeah okay just i'll just stay here and (laughs) you know they (laughs) serve in the background and nonsense doesn't matter no one's focused on him and yeah
3: it's
0: not like a period piece where he has to be dressed a certain way so he was just sort of like yeah go go ahead and i'll just i'll just be here (laughs) that's interesting (laughs) yeah that's the kind of director i would be like shoot around me it's fine uh, okay, everyone's favorite game or discussion. Uh, it's a recasting debate. It's recasterbate.
4: Better close the door. It's time to recasterbate.
0: Okay, we have a lot of names to get through. Here. Um, the let's say the one, two, three. I'm gonna say the main four are Turkish, Tommy, Mickey, and Bricktop. Then you've got four supporting guys, Avi, Bullet Tooth Tony, Boris the Blade, Frankie Four Fingers. And then as a bonus, I guess, Vinny, Saul, and Tyrone. Uh, (laughs) Let's let's try to limit the number of names we threw out there. limit it to two or if you have more than two crank through them and let's not evaluate every one Cause we can't be here all night.
2: I don't think you're going to get that many out of me. No. I, so you're okay.
0: I only have two. I have two for most of them and I have three under protest. So
4: I think I, mo- <clears throat> yeah, I think I, I have one for most of mine and I have a couple spares. That's about it.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm going to start with Turkish, and then we'll go from there. Um, This I had the toughest time with Turkish and Tommy. Uh, I didn't know what to do with these guys. My number – no, my backup Turkish, and I got stuck into the choosing British actors. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really – I didn't go for many Americans. My backup Turkish – is Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh. Damn. I don't know if he works or not. But I, have, he's fine. I have him
1: somewhere
0: else. <clears throat> and then my number one Turkish, the guy I think could work, but I like him in everything, really, is uh, James McAvoy. Hmm. Oh.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I don't know that he has to have a shaved head, like, you right. know, uh, Jason Statham or not, right. but uh, I think he can pull this off. Yeah. Uh, but I don't love either one of those.
3: Yeah.
1: so. So... Um, I have a, a few of, of them, and I'm going to kind of go least to best, and I'm going to go quick. All right, go quick. Um, Miles Teller.
3: <laughs> he comes up a
1: lot. Yeah. Uh, not for me, though. I know. But um, Henry Cavill.
0: Woo! Really?
1: Yep. Tough one. I know. Um, ben Wishlaw, Wishaw. Uh, Who's Q? I had him somewhere else. And then the one that I thought was, he, like his name came up in my head just as I was watching it, and that was uh, Charlie Hunnam from. Yeah, the gentleman. The gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Eric, who's your uh, Turkish?
4: Uh, I only have one name. Um, I I put Charlie Hunnam somewhere else. Um, I considered Henry Cavill. The past. Uh, my Turkish is Luke Evans. Oh, That's interesting. I kind of like that one.
0: I like it. It's. I wouldn't have expected. Yeah. It. Yeah. All right, Cross, give me a Turkish. Guys,
2: I I've got to tell you, you already. You already cracked part of the code, and it's just diving into the <laughs> Harry Potter series, right? So I had Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> you now well, funny buddy. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, hear me out on this. It kind of works because it's like, in a way, he's kind of this nerdy kind of guy who's just cast into these situations and probably isn't uh, adept at handling what he's what's in front of him, right? Oh, or, yeah. Well. Candidly, we know he wasn't adept at it, based on the character and the outcomes. So I, that's kind of why I went down that path.
0: This is one of those movies, maybe the first movie, really uh, that we've done where I don't think the casting matters that much. Like, I think you can, I think you can find a wide range of people to play most of these characters, yeah. and it's much more in the writing and the directing and. I guess the performance, but, uh,
2: I will agree with that, but I will, there's going to, there's gotta be a couple of caveats here. Yeah.
0: There's there a couple of guys who have to be certain guys.
2: Like, well, and, and what's amazing is, is the first one that, that I think of is Bricktop. Like
0: yeah, hold, hold that one. Hold that one.
2: Yeah. We'll okay. I mean, no, it's just so perfectly cast. Yeah. Right.
3: Right.
0: Yeah.
2: And they, and if they were shooting for, it's one of those situations where they, they went for the big shot with Sean Connery. Yeah. And they missed, and they were probably pissed off in the moment or disappointed, and it wound up working in their advantage to their advantage.
0: All right. Anyways, uh, let's
4: go I right. digress. Tommy,
0: I love it. Tommy uh, was very good
4: for me.
1: I had one that was like, I felt was a slam dunk.
0: Okay. So do you want to do yours or should I do mine? It, does, it doesn't
1: matter. I don't
0: feel strong about mine at all. Okay. So I, I, that's why I like to leave with mine because uh, – okay. This is terrible.
3: Okay.
0: Um, My backup is Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Oh. Eh, Fine. I don't... Who cares? Uh, The one I like, but he's too old. Okay. Is Charlie Day. Oh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love it. No. I see... I don't... This is where... This is why this is frustrating, though, because that's a perfect fit. So my... Charlie Day would be ideal.
0: Charlie Day is one of our... The people that come up uh, pretty
4: often in our podcast, so... It's a little bit of a joke, but it's it's kind of real. No,
2: no, but yeah, it, it definitely works.
4: I typically make it a point to put him in every, <laughs> every movie. Every, every movie, yeah. I find something for him, but um I, I didn't put him anywhere this time, and I couldn't find a spot for him in Casino Royale, but every other movie we've done, I've put Charlie Day somewhere. <laughs>
0: well, Eric, while you're... You're talking about your Day. Why don't you do your uh, your Tommy?
4: Um, I also struggled a little bit with Tommy. Um, I also had Tom Holland. And then the other one that I thought of, and again, it, like you said, might be too old, Uh, Simon Pegg.
1: Oh. Oh, that's a good one. Young Simon Pegg.
4: Yeah. Off, a man. young Simon Pegg could do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Al,
0: you
4: want to
1: dive in here? All right. So I have, I had three. I have uh uh Domino Gleason. Oh yeah. I have Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs>
3: there we go.
1: And my yeah that's one, some... the one that I felt was the slam dunk is Finn Cole who is Michael Gray from Peaky blinders. Yeah like he kind of looks like the guy who plays Tommy. I like he's. That one. He's got kind of that innocent look about him that I think it works for the he, character Tommy. Uh, what was that, in the that movie? Sh-
0: that AMC show ever? It's not uh, not uh, shit. Not the motorcycle show, but it was the one. I'll uh, forget it. Who cares? Wow. Um, yeah, he's good. He, I think that's a good one. Mike, do you have a Tommy?
2: I, I, I went Daniel Radcliffe on this. Oh yeah, right, right. So unfortunately, <laughs> that's
4: like a cool one. I like that one. I, I do like that one though.
2: It's just, I feel like I'm falling back on, like, the Harry Potter series based on the fact that. I
0: know. Yeah. This is a I Harry
2: think, Potter.
1: I did have, like, my, you know, spare one was the guy who played Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Um, Tom Felton.
0: Yeah. Whenever I look up British actors, he comes up. Yeah. In to the top. But uh, I haven't used him yet.
1: Yeah. Finn Cole was, I'm like, oh, that's like, He's good.
0: He's great. Yeah. That might be the winner.
2: That is a good one, actually. Finn Cole, I like that
0: pick. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Uh, let's do Mickey. All
3: right.
0: and yeah,
2: I got a good one. I w- I got a good one. I want to go first because you What's guys that? are going to take my.
0: Let's have Mike go first. Yeah, that's a good one. That's
2: good. I want for Mickey. I want to. I want an amped up Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and, I'm, and I wanted to go first, just in case someone else was going to bounce that one out be there.
0: hilarious! Holy shit! Think about it. Think about it. It works. That's a name I did not think was going to come up. No. Oh, I think it, a good one. it's not bad. I'm not going to fight that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd have to get them on some steroids, right? Hey, whatever. For a couple, couple, like a s- couple of cycles over six months, but you could get them there.
0: Uh, okay, I'm gonna do my Mickey with some context, and specifically uh, for Mike as well, because he needs to—he's not up to speed on all of our stupidity. Um, in addition to Trolley Day, <laughs> there's <laughs> another name that comes up in—I'll say every other, every single podcast when we do this—and it is our man Tom Hardy. Tom Gotta Hardy, have him. Yeah, to me, Tom Hardy is my Mickey number one, and there is no number two. I do have number two, but the, it's 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 absolutely Tom Hardy. Yeah, for three reasons. It's exactly it. It is right up. It, it hits his wheelhouse perfectly. Yeah, it is fighting. Yep, it is dirty, greasy, unshaven yep. look. And UK is,
2: UK based.
0: Yeah. And it is – he is uh, unintelligible and can put on a stupid voice and just r- ramble right. and mumble and it's perfect. Right.
2: Yeah, and it's believable. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it's Tom Hardy to a T. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my second one just for a second name because it, 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 there is no number two, but I also had Michael Fassbender.
3: Oh.
0: Hmm. I like that. In, yeah. But yeah. This, Mickey's Tom Hardy, and I I can't imagine someone else.
1: Got it. Al. All right. So, of course, I had Tom Hardy on my list, um, but I had, that was the throwaway. So, I had Jonathan Reese Myers.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I had Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. But my number one, and this is for Brendan um, as well, uh, Paul Anderson, who plays Arthur in Peaky Blinders. Oh, there you go. There you go. Sure. I like
2: that. I actually like that. And
1: if he's not Mickey, he plays Mickey's brother. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: He's in this movie somewhere. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, he's gotta
0: be cast. Arthur Shelby. Oh, oh
3: my
0: god. Yeah. Uh Eric, do you have a Mickey?
4: Um, I've got two Mickeys, neither one of them I'm super excited about. Um I had uh between the two. Uh, my backup is Killian Murphy. Mm. Oh,
3: oh yeah, yeah.
4: And and then um, I guess my my pick would be Charlie Hunnam. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I cool. I have I I put Tom Hardy somewhere else.
0: Oh, for the record, I have Tom Hardy two other places as well. <laughs> <laughs> I I three yeah. Tom Hardies. Wow, he's not number one in each case, but he's. He's my uh, uh, backup. He's on the bench. He would be in places. this movie. Yeah.
4: yeah, for sure. All
0: right, um, Al, why don't you go with your Bricktop?
1: Oh God! All right, so um, my throwaway is Tom Hardy, right? For Bricktop.
0: I I definitely had him on
3: on there.
1: Um, I, I had a lot of guys that I thought could pull off Bricktop. Um, I'm gonna go with um, Tom Wilkinson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Russell Crow. Uh, Russell
2: Crowe. I like that one
1: too. And Gary Oldman. Damn it,
2: Gary Oldman. <laughs> this is yeah. Like a clipboard across the board. <laughs> Damn, Gary,
0: Gary, Gary Oldman,
4: Oldman. That's a good pick. He's my number yeah, one. Yeah, that's and there
0: is no number two. Right.
4: Yeah, that's Gary Oldman getting back to his yeah. roots it's of Gary just the complete psycho. Totally. So, God, he's such a nut job.
2: I love Nelson him.
0: Stole my Gary Oldman, but that's that's number one with a bullet. Absolutely. I've got a uh, two two throwaways: Hugh Grant and Sean Bean.
1: Oh, I had I Hugh Grant was on my list also, and only reason is because he was he's like um migrating over yeah. to this from yeah. the
3: gentleman. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. And
0: then I've got my wild card. Ooh. And my wild card, if I can't have Gary Oldman, are you ready? Uh Eric, are you ready for this one?
3: <laughs> my okay.
0: wild card brick top. Tilda
3: Swinton. <laughs> 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 <are somewhere> <laughs> oh. Famous <laughs> else. Oh, she's fucking
2: I think she can pull it off.
0: I think she can pull it off.
4: Oh my God. Yeah. Well, now I'm, I'm a little, I'm actually kind of embarrassed by my brick top after all those (laughs) amazing choices. So I was just thinking, I was thinking about just that actor and the way he plays that character. He's so unique and so specific. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine anybody playing it that way. And I just, I guess I went I went in a very weird direction and I just wanted an actor, someone to just go totally like method and go completely mm. dig Wait a second. <laughs> super deep. I think I know where you're going with this and I and it's my pick, but I am I'm gonna let you say it first. All right. Um, my pick, I wanted him to just go to the craziest place he's ever gone, yeah uh, with his method acting, and that would be Christian Bale.
2: Oh Ooh. Oh, that is not mine, but that is fantastic.
0: I have him somewhere else. that's good.
2: That is a fantastic choice That's good. I had two I have two for Bricktop.
1: Okay,
3: yeah.
2: okay. One of them's dead, so it doesn't count, right? Uh, the other one is retired, so it doesn't count. And this is where the method acting comes in. I have Daniel Day, Daniel Day Lewis as my number yeah. one. Yeah, anytime you say method yeah. acting, that's the only person I yeah. think of. <laughs> but my my I my, my, else. my well card is
0: Alan Rickman.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. he could have pulled that off. I I I see him pulling it off.
0: Well, let's let's film this movie in two thousand. 17 or 18 and
2: yeah Yeah. when he did daniel day lewis is still working and ellen ellen rickman's on this side of the grass
0: yeah man all right mike let's stick with you and you give us your abby
2: you know this was by far the hardest one for me i agree and uh it's interesting that uh, the sunny cast keeps rearing its head because I I picked uh, uh, Danny DeVito because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see him working, wiggling his way into this and making it entertaining. That Would
1: be funny, actually. That'd be really good. I like. And that. I mean, and Avi is
2: like the lightest character in the movie because yeah. yeah. everything that's going around on around him is relatively comical. I mean, obviously there's a few, a little bit more serious scenes. But it's always kind of the funny pieces of the movie he's he's engaged. So I'm like, eh, Danny DeVito could pull that off.
0: Uh, that's, uh, that's funny. That's a really good one.
4: Uh, Eric, um, I struggled with Avi a yeah. lot, I did too. and I don't. This is the only. This is the only place where I cast any Americans. Yeah. Um, But I I don't. I got three names. I don't really care for any of them. Um, I have, in no particular order, uh, Brian Cranston, Mm. uh, John Hamm, John Hamm, and Ted Danson. (laughs) 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 That's fantastic. I would love to see dancing,
2: like switch gears and become something yeah. other than what he is. Oh, right? Shit. That would be it.
1: Oh my god! So for me, I had sense. a I had a singular lens in which I cast this character, and that was could I hear them say, "Sit down and shut up, you big bald fuck." Mm-hmm. So that's me. <laughs> like, you big like, bald. Every fuck. actor I considered for this part had to be able to use a voice that caught my attention. Oh, with come to London. So I had, um, I actually came up with a lot of names because of that. Wow. Um, I thought of uh, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> nice. Like a totally different. Yeah. yeah. Um, Josh Brolin.
0: Mike, Mike's favorite. Yeah. Mike Love. Oh, Josh
2: God. Josh Brolin. <laughs> so. If if, if it it would get him to stop posting on social media, I'd be in for this. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So then I thought um, George Clooney might be good in that part. Yeah.
0: Might.
3: And?
1: And then I had um, Steve Buscemi as another possibility, but my favorite was Ray Liotta.
0: Ooh.
2: Good call. Good call. Uh, Yeah. Good call. I like that poll. I
0: like Liotta in that one. Yeah, that works totally. I had a lot of problems with Avi. I have two names. I don't like either one of them, uh, but my number one I can live with. But my backup is, for some reason, Stanley Tucci.
2: Oh. Good, yeah, good. That's a good thing. Okay. okay.
0: The guy I'm with is uh, Alec Baldwin. Oh.
4: Yeah. That's
0: my Avi. Hmm. I don't love it, but that's all I got. All right. I kind of like that. We get into the three knuckleheads of Bullet Tooth Tony, Boris the Blade, and Frankie Four Fingers. Uh, Bullet Tooth Tony. Um, Eric, you go first.
4: Idris Elba.
0: Damn it. I had him too. I don't have him, but
3: I considered
4: him. It's it uh, took me a long time to find a name for for Bullet Tooth Tony, but as soon as I hit on him, uh, that's why I didn't even hesitate when I, when you asked the question. I didn't even want to dance around it. It's got to be Intercept for me.
0: So I've got, let's call, uh, All right, before I get to my number one, my backups were Christian Bale and Tom Hardy. I think Tom Hardy as Bolt Tooth Tony could be something as well. Uh, My number one is Idris Elba Light, and that is Digimon Uh, Hansu. Digimon,
2: (laughs) Digimon Hansu. Yeah,
0: yeah. I Uh, I think he could do a Bolt Tooth Tony, but yeah, he's essentially uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, Uh, I mean, Hmm. in this case, I like it. What do you got, Mike? I had uh,
2: I had Tom Hardy in this one. That, that was kind of like a chip shot, right? But yeah. my my wild card on this one was Charlie Hunnam. Cuz oh, he can no. play he can play a mean character, right? So I just thought it would be a twist it it'd be a little bit of a twist. Bluetooth Charlie Tony Huntley. seems like he's is a little broader, like bigger, you know, Charlie Hunnam doesn't seem like he's like the strapping kind of.
0: Charlie Hunnam is becoming a jack of all trades for us on this. We use him for a lot of stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah, he's versatile. So does Guy Ritchie.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Apparently, right.
1: Al, what do you what do you have? So I had. Um, I I thought we put Jason Statham in this role. Twenty years later. Um. <laughs> going that's
2: actually a good call
0: right there right
1: uh going in a slightly different direction i had robert carlisle
0: oh where's he been the last 15 years right all right
1: um but i had two others that are more realistic and that was either colin farrell or john barangall
2: colin farrell probably deserves a seat at this table somewhere
0: That's a name I didn't consider for any of these.
2: Actually, he would have been a good Mickey. He,
0: oh, he would have been a good Mickey. Yeah. He could make. He's in this movie somewhere. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh no, he's in. He's in the frame. He is definitely in the frame. Yeah,
4: yeah I, I put How Colin Farrell. I do have Colin Farrell in here somewhere else. Yeah. You did squeeze him in, okay? Yeah.
0: All right. All um, right. Boris the Blade. And. Christ. I'll start because this is my third place where I had Tom Hardy. Uh, not, not my number one, but uh, uh, he's on my list. Uh, so my backup, Tom. My backup, Boris the Blades, are Daniel Day Lewis, Tom mm-hmm. Hardy, and the guy I'm going with for Boris the Blade for some reason is Ralph Fiennes.
1: Oh.
2: Rafe.
0: Rafe. Yeah.
2: I'm a um, yeah, I'm a fan of his. I yeah. don't know
0: if he works for there. But, might, uh,
2: work. Well, he was in—he he was in one of my top three movies. You know, *English Patient*. <laughs> That's
0: right. That's right. <laughs> Good lord, we gotta have that conversation
2: sometime soon. I know. Well, we've already had it multiple times on these podcasts. No, I know. For those who are just tuning in, I get my ass kicked for that being in my <laughs> top three movies every single time.
0: Who's
2: your Boris the Blade? My, my Boris the Blade under, so. I'm going to have to beg for forgiveness on this because I was like leaning in and just thinking different people, but I had Robin Williams and again, he's kind of <laughs> done. So, but I think he would have been awesome in that role either then or like at his expiration date, he would have been great.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. You know, and that's all I could really come up with on Boris. That was a tough one because yeah. I don't even know who that guy is who played him, but he was great. <laughs>
0: He's great, and he 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 always plays the Russian in whatever movie yeah. he's in. Like he's right,
2: right, yeah. I don't even know his name.
0: He's only Russian. Yeah. Eric, do you have a blade?
4: Uh, this is where I put Tom Hardy. There you go.
0: Yeah, I have. So I had Tom Hardy as Boris, Bull Tony, and Mickey. <laughs> uh,
1: three variations of Tom. I would have worked on the budget. For him
4: to yeah, yeah just have characters. him bounce bounce around, play multiple characters Eddie like <laughs> yeah, but like Peter Sellers and Doctor Strangelove,
0: oh yeah. Al,
1: all right. Course. So <clears> this <throat> is where I had Alec Baldwin.
3: Yep.
1: Um, but I had also Peter Stormare, who's the guy from Fargo. Yep.
3: Oh yeah. Uh huh.
1: And then That's my one. number one, and I'm laughing just thinking about it, but I think it would be hilarious, is Sasha Baron Cohen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he should be in every movie Sasha. at this point. Just put him in everything. I would have him working around the clock, but I like right. the Peter Stormare pick. That's really good.
0: So the next one is Frankie Fourfingers. I think Sasha could uh,
3: yeah. do
0: that, but he's not on my list. Yeah um frankie four fingers i've got two backups that i don't like i only go with my number one my backups would be tom hiddleston oh,
3: yeah.
0: robert pattinson for oh, some yeah. reason uh, okay. I, I, who cares uh the guy i like is ben wishaw q from the oh, um, yeah. movies i think he'd yeah. be a good frankie four fingers
4: yeah. eric what you got uh, that works I I went sort of in the same vein of Benicio del Toro and said uh, Pedro Pascal. Oh,
3: hmm.
0: that's a good, good call. call. I I like going off the beaten path for that character. That's a, I prefer that, like the lesser known guy. That's good. Al, so I,
1: for, oh,
2: go ahead. Go no no go ahead now.
1: So I was. When we went through the list of characters we would be doing, there is not a single woman on the list. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out where might be a good place to have somebody in here, well, have a woman in this. If
0: you look at, I, mean, I was watching the movie and doing this list. There is no women in the whole entire. There movie. are no women. Like
4: one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The twins, <laughs> the oh, twins. No, that's it. That. The
0: twins and the mom,
1: and the chicken, the uh, betting booth. Oh, they, right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all bets are Swinton, off. By the
3: way, yeah, totally.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, Tilda. That's,
1: young, That's Tilda. where I have Tilda Swinton. Um, but so I have Cat um, Denning and That's
0: Frankie Fourfingers?
1: Yeah. So I kind like of like that. Kind of playing, not like the um, marble mouth um, <laughs> version, but just kind of a. Um, kind of goofball in this position or in this role. Um, I have Catherine Han. And then um, kind of having it be a male character, I put in James Marson.
2: Oh, James Marson. Good call. I like that
0: too.
2: Westworld, fucker. Westworld. My nemesis, that show. I just had one for Frankie Four Fingers, but I think it's a fucking dynamic fit okay Jared Leto Jared Leto
0: oh yeah that's oh, good that's good I like yeah.
2: that because like he's just he's just weird enough to pull it off like Benicio del Toro is strange <clears throat>
0: yeah,
3: yeah totally.
2: and strange and talented right and I kind of put Jared Leto in that category another guy would be uh, Shia LaBeouf yeah oh. like they're just like super that's weird personally one. already so but I, I I like was going Shia LaBeouf Jared Leto and I kind of landed on Jared Leto yeah.
0: Uh, did we get Eric, Frankie, four fingers?
4: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Pedro all Pascal. Right.
0: So, oh, that's right. Um, I'm going to do all three of these together because I have one name for each. And this is <laughs> Vincent, Saul, and Tyrone. So I've got Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya for Vinny. Yeah. I've got Donald Glover for Saul. Oh. And I've got John Boyega for Tyrone. I like it. Yeah, I think they could all make those work.
1: I yeah, I'm with you on all of
2: them. Again, I I'm I'm back to my uh, casting dead people again. Yes, I have Chadwick Boseman, Kevin Hart, and Patrice O'Neill. Oh, which <laughs> oh. O'Neil. <laughs> Fucking Patrice O'Neill getting attacked by that dog in the back of the car? Like I envisioned it in my oh, eye. But.
0: I, I would think Patrice would be the driver who can't get out of the front seat.
2: Oh yeah. He's the driver. Yeah. But yeah, he's, y- he's yes. Cause he would have to play the bigger guy. Right. But <laughs> I know I, I kind of subconsciously put him in the back seat, getting attacked by the dog. So it would have been so funny. <laughs> Al,
3: yeah. So
1: I had the same names that you had written down and then I'm like, I don't know enough kind of young British actors. So I just put the toddlers down, just swap out. <laughs>
3: The take <laughs> yeah. the toddlers the
0: from the <laughs> gentleman. Yes.
2: Yeah, the toddlers.
1: And put them in. All
2: right. I
4: like it. It's good.
1: They're like a band. You just kind of yeah. they go in together. Yeah.
4: Eric? Any of these guys? Uh yeah, I have the same I had the same I didn't pick a Tyrone. Yeah. But I do have John Boyega and Daniel Kaluuya for Saul and Vinny, and they can they're almost interchangeable. They like Yeah, it's interchangeable, right.
0: Sweet. Um, I don't have any any other characters. Allison usually was a, yeah, a wild the, Well,
1: one of them I already said, which was the woman in the betting booth. I put that's where I put <coughs> Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Yep. Um, the other one um, was Doug the Head, and that's where I put Stanley Tucci. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Doug the
2: Head. I like the Tilda Swinton pick. I. You know, in an homage to uh, to um, Quentin Tarantino, though, you could always put Uma Thurman in that booth.
3: Right, yeah. right. Yeah. You know,
2: and I mean, age, I mean, not so much age specific, being you know uh, a bat taker in a in a parlor, right? Yeah. So,
0: so I wrote down two actors' names that I was trying to fit into some of these places, but I couldn't fit them in, and I'm surprised we didn't get him in anywhere. And that was Jude Law and Ewan McGregor. I thought one or both of them would squeeze in here, and we yeah. didn't get those. Yeah, Jude
2: Law. I I really think Jude, Jude Law is talented, but I think part of the reason that he probably didn't come up is, is because he seems to have vanished. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't well, hear much about Jude Law anymore. Does anyone?
0: We we did cast like three dead people too. So what about <laughs> right.
2: Sure, but I,
1: <laughs> I think he's this is a little sure. too re- he he feels a little too refined for this movie. Yeah, Our,
4: yeah,
0: probably doesn't fit. But uh, you know, we're you, know, we, we, you we, and McGregor's
2: uh, just and in, McGregor, I, the, is annoying to me. Oh, really? Yeah, I I mean I I liked uh, what movie did I like, like that Baz Luhrmann movie was was pretty entertaining.
0: Yeah, I don't think they work in this movie, but I was surprised we didn't throw.
2: Um, But I'm not not a real big fan of
4: Ewan's. Ewan. Ewan. Um, Okay, memorable scenes and quotes. Actually, I got one. One. um, Go ahead. I I cast. I cast a a Darren who was the I guess Mickey's I guess number one. Uh, I guess sidekick. Yeah, uh, in the in the, the gypsy camp. Yeah, and <laughs> I had I, I guess two names for that, or just like could be pikeys in the background. Um, I would <laughs> I I would add um, I'll add Ewan McGregor to that list. I didn't think of him, but he I think he could work for that. And then two names. That's where I threw in Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. And I would mm-hmm. also put Liam Neeson in there too. You know what? I was just going
2: to bring up Liam Neeson as someone, how did he not squeeze into this list somewhere prior? A,
1: I thought of him for a moment for Bricktop. Yeah.
2: Maybe he's just too nice. I mean, I don't, I don't buy any of those movies where he's, you know, I will find you and I will kill you. No, um,
1: I don't know
0: how he's, he's not br- in the background. Cause he's like 65 years old.
2: And he's also like six foot five inches tall. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, 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 but I, I'm surprised he didn't make it into this somewhere earlier. He could maybe brick, maybe brick top, or uh, Doug the Head. He yeah. could even oh. uh, Avi. He wouldn't be able to pull off. No, he's,
0: he's too European. All right, uh, memorable yeah. scenes and quotable lines. Uh, there are many. Man, uh,
2: all bets are off.
0: That's a great one. That
3: back. All bets are off. I am not in here to make a fucking bet! Appreciated. But all bets are off. If all bets are off, then there can't be any money, can there?
4: I ain't fucking buying that.
3: Well, that's Andy, because I ain't fucking selling it. It's a fact.
0: Uh, Alison said, I think the... I don't know the most memorable one or our our favorite one. Sit down
1: and shut up, you big bald
0: fuck. You got a toothbrush? We're going to London. Do you hear that, Doug? I'm coming to London. (laughs) Heavy. Shut
2: up and sit down, you big bald fuck. You big uh, bald fuck.
1: I'm coming to London. um, We'll say that when we're ready to go somewhere. Like that's
0: that's a staple in the O'Neill house.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> the, uh, my favorite is the nemesis one And I actually said it to someone once Oh yeah, yes.
0: oh, yeah. That's a great quote or, uh, Do you Do you know what nemesis means
2: Nemesis means A righteous infliction of retribution Manifested by an appropriate agent <laughs> Personified in this case By an horrible cunt Me
3: Do you know what nemesis means A righteous infliction
2: of retribution manifested by an appropriate agent, personified in this case by an audible cunt,
4: me. Yep. My favorite Bricktop line is when they're making him tea and they ask if yeah, he yeah. wants sugar. And he's like, no, I'm sweet enough. Yeah.
1: No, Turkish,
3: I'm sweet enough. Yep. You take sugar. No, thank you, Turkish. Oh, I'm sweet enough.
1: I, I will say greedy as a pig a lot.
2: <laughs> greedy as a pig. How
1: about, as uh, a pig.
2: It's amazing like that most of the lines are from Bricktop, though. Yeah. Like the the super memorable, like the ones that just punch, right? Yeah. Dags. You um, you like I like dags. Dags. I like, oh, dogs. Dogs. Yeah, dogs.
3: Do you like dags. Oh, yeah, dogs. Dags. Do you like dogs? Dags. What? Yeah, dags. Do you Like dags? Oh, dogs! Sure, I like dags. I like caravans more. You're very welcome.
0: In the quiet words of the Virgin Mary, come again.
4: <laughs>
2: come again. <laughs> come again. In the
3: quiet words of the Virgin Mary, come again. Uh, there's
2: uh, there's so much fodder in this movie. Tony, should I call you Bullet? Should I call you Bullet? Tooth. <laughs> But, you can call me Susan. You, <laughs> make you happy. <laughs> uh, oh Tony,
0: man!
4: Looking the dog—that's a good one. Looking look the, the dog. Oh, oh that still reminds me of a piece of trivia. Um, in this movie, he didn't want to look at the dog, like he. And later, I—I I think it was later that same year. He was uh, Vinnie Jones was in Gone in sixty seconds. And there was a situation in that movie where a dog like swallowed right. a set of car keys. Right. Oh, and really? It was, wow. Yeah, and he was totally game to cut open the dog. <laughs> they had to almost like hold him back, like, well, well just just cut him open. And it was for that. It was a direct reference to Snatch because he didn't come on to cut open the dog in that yeah. movie, in, and then it got it 60 Seconds, oh, and that's wanted great. to cut open
3: the dog.
2: I love those little ties that you don't even know about. And like, I've never seen gone in 60 seconds. Those are not my like types of movies. So, but just hearing about it is good enough for me. And like the ties that this, like the homage that, uh, that he paid to Tarantino by tying in the lucky star thing, or, you know, the like virgin thing with Madonna and then kind of folding it all over. It's, it's like, it's like a nice little nod to some of your mentors or some of the people that inspire you. It's kind of cool stuff.
0: Heavy,
2: pull your socks up. <laughs> pull your socks up. Happy?
0: Yeah. Pull your socks up! Yeah,
4: a memorable scene, and this is one, I know this one is always one of Brendan's, is uh, when they, um, Saul and Vinny walk into the bar to hold up bullet Tony and yeah. the bartender just looks at him and doesn't say anything. He just gets down on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. He just goes down to his knees. Yeah.
0: He just like, he, he just d- disappears out of the scene. He's just gone. Yeah. Um, Desert Eagle 0.50. Yeah. that You've got replica written down the side of your gun. And the
3: fact that I've got Desert Eagle 0.50 written on the side of mine should precipitate your balls into shrinking along with your presence. Now,
0: fuck off. Uh, when they're out coursing the dogs, uh, Tommy and then Mickey later fucks with them about it. Uh, proper fucked.
2: Proper fucked. Proper fucked.
0: Bobby, pull your Yeah. For every action, there's a reaction. And a pikey reaction is quite a fucking
3: thing.
2: Yes. And then... I thought you said he was a getaway driver. What the (laughs) fuck can he get away from? (laughs)
0: That whole... Everything in the car is great.
2: The car, the whole car thing, the tiny, tiny car.
1: And I love that his name, for whatever reason the the name Tyrone works yeah. so well yeah. when they're like Tyrone's always effing up in in this movie and it's great.
0: Yeah. Except he's the one that captures Frankie Fourfingers. That's right. even right. better. That, that the fuck up gets him. And then this is one of those movies where we have uh the one of the characters essentially say the the title of the movie oh, yeah. uh when Vinny has the Yeah. Vinny Right. Don't snatch.
2: Don't snatch.
0: Yeah.
2: That's always good. Oh, another good Vinny and Saul moment is when he, when he asked, when Vinny asked Saul, did he have four fingers? And he said, I'm sorry. I couldn't get out the binoculars. In
3: time." Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, this brings me to our final two questions before, uh, the game everyone loves. Um, the game. <laughs> <laughs> would, would this movie work today? And the answer is a resounding yes, of course. Of course.
2: Of course, yes. Yep. Does it
0: does this movie get fucked up uh if it was set in modern days with cell phones or smartphones?
1: I don't think it does. I don't think it does
0: either really.
2: No, I don't think it does. No. 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 No, I think it's it's just as wild.
0: Now, here's the one that I think is more interesting is what would you want to see in a sequel, if there isn't one already? God, I think well there isn't. We just, we just hit on it. it. It's probably a sequel or a prequel, and it's the three guys in the car. Yeah.
3: it's.
2: I think it. I think it's a movie. pre. I think it's a prequel.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it would, you know, but the, here's the thing: a guy like Guy Ritchie, like he's such a hit it and quit it kind of dude. When it comes well, to these things,
0: he's been he's been rumored to make it make it, uh, be making a sequel to Rock and Rolla for ten years, and that's not happening.
2: So. Yeah, and it's never happened, right? So, like, uh, but <clears throat> I what I would love to see is the prequel. Yeah, with those three clowns. Yeah,
0: follow uh, those three guys.
1: I would agree. I think also you could do something with Mickey and um, the whole caravan crowd. Yeah. Because they're going from one place to another, so there's always shenanigans that they can get into.
0: You could also do a deal where uh, the hired gun of Bullet Tooth Tony and who he's working for and what he's yeah. doing and oh,
3: that's good, whose yeah.
0: head he's smashing into a yeah. you know a Fiat or whatever it was.
3: Yeah,
2: Bullet Tooth. Oh, I love that track. I love this track. <laughs> uh, Jones is awesome. It's a shame that ties has got you into this situation, into this predicament. Say,
1: yeah, the irony that this tie got you in this
2: situation. <laughs> into this predicament. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what are you brushing your teeth with, mullet? Dog shit toothpaste or something like that? Uh, okay, it is time for the How Much Are They Worth game.
2: And now, let's play the How Much Are They Worth game. that worth game?
0: Boxing All right, uh, here we've
2: been we've been fighting this battle for years, on I know
0: it's my favorite thing. That's that's why I will never change the name. And no, I know. Here we go.
2: You're doing uh, it to spite me.
0: The five people I picked <clears throat> are Dennis Farina. I know he's dead, but it's his estate, I guess. Um, sure. Benicio del Toro. Okay. Jason Statham, Guy Ritchie, and Brad Pitt. All right. We get too far off of that reservation. You, it's names we don't even know. <clears throat> okay, let's start with Dennis Farina, yeah. former R. R. cop. Dennis Farina.
2: R.I.P. And, and can we give him uh, give a nod to him as uh, Jimmy Serrano in Midnight Run, which was another great movie.
3: Uh, Ray, Bar-
2: Ray Barboni and get shorty. Oh, I forgot about he was in Get Shorty too. God damn, he was in a lot of good movies.
0: He's uh, got the most severe, distinctive oh. Chicago accent you've ever heard. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, like off the chain. Yeah, he's—you he, know what he sounds like—a Chicago cop, because that's what he was.
0: <laughs> he said he almost sounds like you know the fucking uh, the Bears super fan. Yeah, he's
2: like right. He's like he's like two degrees off of that and that's not far. Yes,
0: Farina. I'm going to give him.
2: See. Started later in life, right? I know. But he was in some blockbusters. Like, you think about some of these movies.
1: But he was also in a lot of TV shows too. So he was like Yeah, like
2: Law and Order or one of yeah. those SV, yep. SUV or SVU whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> SUV. I didn't, I've, never, I've never actually seen an episode of that, of I any of them. them. Not one, ever. I don't. And there's like 30 different versions of it, right? Of
0: that stuff yeah. is interesting to me.
4: No, uh, my, I got a number. me either. I, <clears throat> I have a number. Where are we starting?
0: We're starting with you, Mike. Dennis Farina. 10, ten million. I've got six. I've got six. I have seven. Oh,
4: damn it. 10 was also my number. We'll split it, Eric. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dennis,
2: Dennis I think we're close.
0: Farina. He might
2: be over 10.
0: Dennis Farina has a, or had, a net worth of $8 million. Mm-hmm.
1: Damn,
3: uh, so close.
1: Yeah, dude. We were damn all it. around it, though. That's
3: good.
0: Uh, Benicio del Toro, Benny the Bull.
2: Is he, is he independently wealthy? I don't know. Benicio. He's such a weird dude. I love him. So strange. Um,
0: oddball. Let me see here. Um, I don't know this guy, man.
2: You know what I do know about Benicio del Toro? He's produced a bunch of stuff like that. There was that whole cartel thing that he did. Uh, oh, it Was a Mexican cartel. Like he produced a bunch of it was. It was a big cocaine movie. I can't remember what it was. It,
0: oh, it, uh, you're not talking about uh, Narcos or
2: anything. Not n- not Narcos. I forget the name of the movie, but it was a true story, and he was like he was in it, but he was also I think the producer of it. Traffic. Yeah, I think it was traffic. I think wow. he produced that.
4: I've got a number
0: and I will be uh, undercutting him, I'm sure. I've got a number.
2: <clears throat> I have a number. I'm just, I'm just pulling one out of my head.
0: I'm going with $5 million for Benicio.
1: Right. Ooh.
0: Oh, I think I under, undersold him a little bit. Al? 12. Damn it. Mike?
4: 25.
0: Shit balls. Eric? Uh,.
4: Mine was also twenty five. Damn, you guys,
0: copying. On we're we're colluding.
4: Things. No, we're just
2: colluding over here. Don't pay any attention. You and yeah. Al are sitting there colluding right I next to each name. other. No, yeah. I uh, need somebody to come partner up with in this criminal enterprise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh, be prepared to be surprised. Benicio del Toro has a net worth of forty five million dollars. Wow, damn. Damn, so
1: Eric that kid's Ray done good. He was the collector,
2: he's no kid either. He's he is, he's he's older than me, yeah. Wow, I, I didn't think he would be up there, but god bless America, right? Or god bless. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Usual suspects, he was so great in that movie,
1: Yep. Escape from Don
2: Jason, the, Lo-
4: the Last Jedi, the last,
2: yeah. I know. I don't watch those movies, so I don't. I can't. I don't even pay attention to them. Yeah. Ugh. Boy, he's been in some monsters, though. He's in like the Avengers stuff, like right, right, or he's involved yeah. in it. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, I should have gone higher. A bit I, I didn't really. Though,
0: so I, it was hard to gauge. It. All right, Jason Statham.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh. Big fan. Ones.
0: He's got some big ones.
2: He's got some monsters. He's he's done well. I gotta think he's done well
0: got
2: that snatch money so that's huge he's got that whole 200k from snatch <laughs> he's got fast and the furious money yeah he's yeah. got transporter but, oh, he's money
3: expendable?
2: and i don't watch i didn't watch i don't watch the fast and furious movies and i don't watch the Transpor- transporter so, i have a limited scope of what i watch
0: oh, so do i but
2: Suspended reality in racing cars is definitely not in my
4: in my wheelhouse. they making a spy too. I loved him in Spy. It
1: was so it was so great.
4: Great in Spy.
1: I made this suit, didn't I? <laughs> I could listen.
4: I could listen to him rattle off those things that he did on missions <laughs> for hours on end.
2: I'm going to go back and watch that again. It's Just because I, 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 mean, I haven't seen it in years. Melissa McCarthy was great in it.
3: Yep.
2: Bobby Canoval was in that. Yes. <laughs> <Bobby> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Jason Statham, I'm going to go. Everybody have your numbers?
4: Yeah, I got yeah. one.
0: I'm going with 65.
1: So, how is that possible? That's exactly what I wrote down.
0: 'Cause you guys are sitting
2: next to each other, you I fucking out cheaters.
0: You're not going put sixty-five. Sixty-five for me and Al, so we're gonna lose. uh, uh because of me. Uh Mike. Uh
2: I'm gonna go eighty eight. Throw an odd number out there. And
0: Eric seventy five. Seventy five. I do like that Mike said eighty eight and I'm gonna throw an odd number out there as opposed yeah. to the most...
2: An even ones. number. <laughs> odd in that it's... You, normally, I I operate in lots of five, Brendan. You know how my, my simple right. brain works.
0: Ooh. Did I hit it? No. Did somebody hit it? Jason Statham has a net worth of...
3: It's over
0: 100 million.
3: 90 million. Wow. Holy shit. man.
2: So my normal my normal uh, path of doing lots of five, I instead of doing 88, I, sh- I would have done 90. I know. I know. And then I would have got two points. God damn it. But I'll take the one.
0: So you're up two to one at this point.
2: Hold and okay. study boys and girls.
0: Now this one here. It's going to be tricky. I think uh, this is Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie.
3: Gee. This.
4: He's known for having a lot of, like, side hustles besides movies.
0: Right. He's got that. And he's got, like, his own
4: beer. He's got his own beer. He's got, um, even though uh, the grill that's used in The Gentleman, like, he mm-hmm. own, he's he got a stake in those, oh, even.
2: A- Are you kidding me? That, like, tabletop grill thing when they were making the steak? That yeah. And he. By I, the way, Hugh Hugh Grant Hugh Grant kind of kind of freaked me out in that movie.
0: Yeah. Oh. He
2: was he was the creep the the creep factor was was way up there, but he was good. I mean, it was good. It was just creepy. Anyways, I digress. I. Uh, I'm gonna, this is gonna be. A, I'm gonna, this,
1: this
0: this number is getting serious
1: over
3: here. i right. I've go. I've got a number down. I, I got Looks a number. Here, he starts.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, Eric, give me a number for Guy Ritchie.
4: I'm going to say 125.
0: Fuck. Oh, shit.
2: I might be wildly off here.
4: I might Oof. Be wildly off. Or I might be wildly off. Mike, what do you All Right, I, got, I had 105. Oh,
0: shit. I am wildly off. Allison, what do you I on? have? I had 100. God damn it. I am wildly off. Is it what
2: six, did you put down? <laughs> Is it six million?
0: Uh I had 225.
2: Oh. No, I you could you could very well be right with all of his side hustles. Who knows? I mean we'll know in a minute, right?
0: Okay. Guy ritchie has a net worth of 150 million. Wow.
2: So Eric. Eric, Eric, you pulled. You said one twenty five. So you pulled that. Oh, that's
3: yep. close.
2: One for me. He got some of that. He had to get some of that Madonna cash. <laughs> Maybe I'm Guess guessing, so. right? Did he? You think he peeled some of that back when he uh, when he broke off from her?
0: It's certainly possible.
2: Did he get alimony?
0: Oh, by the way, I mean,
2: you think about it. He, mm. Like, she's
0: worth how much is she worth? <laughs> Don't, don't look it up because we may need a tiebreaker. So hold okay, because she's my tiebreaker right now.
2: She oh she is the tiebreaker. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna I was getting ready to punch it in and I'll stop. I
0: just right saw there. her number and she's the tiebreaker because well, I'm out. of Okay. It, so. uh, two to two. Eric and Mike are tied. Allison's got one. Oh. And I'm pulling at the rear. Tie it up right now. Zero. Okay, Bradley. Don't call me Brad Pitt. Uh, wait a minute.
2: Is he does he really seriously say that now? No. Oh, okay. It's just me saying it. You threw um, me off.
0: He's been on this before, I think, uh, in previous iterations, but it doesn't matter. Really Has he? No. Uh,
2: I think back in the day when we were doing it for other purposes. Yeah,
0: we've, we've done 60 of these, so and
2: Yeah, there's, there's so many.
0: There's been uh let's see, probably 40 how much are they worth games? Something like
1: that. 30
0: 40.
2: He had to come up at some point, I would think.
1: Yeah. Um, shit. I've got a number written down. And I'm... Let's
4: see. I have a number. Same
0: number for Guy Ritchie. So what am I doing for Brad Pitt? But I think he's got some other stuff going on besides just acting.
4: He does a lot of producing. Yep. Yeah, he's a massive producer.
0: Did he and Angelina get divorced?
2: Or who knows or
1: they both had prenups sure,
2: and who cares really? Mm. I don't know are they divorced? I think about some of the movies all right
1: yes they yeah they'
2: seven whole... Fight Club, the Ocean series I mean, and he did some producing on some of that stuff.
1: He's got eighty one acting credits and eighty one sixty producer credits. Ooh. yeah.
2: Okay. All right. I'm. I got a number in my head. Who's with me?
1: I've got a
0: number. I've got a number that I hate.
2: I have a number. I don't know. If, I don't know if I like my number, but I got a
0: number. <laughs> well, uh, Allison, you go first. Oh,
1: all right. I'm going out on a limb. I'm saying three fifty.
0: I'm saying two thirty-one.
2: I'm saying two fifty. I'm saying four fifty. Oh my! Whoa! 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 Oh, (laughs) stop the clock! That's a lot of fucking money.
1: Scorsese category. Okay.
2: No, no, not the Martin Scorsese thing again. That fucking threw me off. That ruined my week when we went through Marty Scorsese. What was that one for, Brendan?
0: Uh, I don't remember, but. I I mean,
2: I remember doing it, and I was
0: like, "It wasn't Goodfellas; it was something else."
1: Oh, then you guys did it a long time ago. Well, I did. I did it recently with Goodfellas. We hit. I we hit Scorsese myself.
0: twice,
1: and we
2: hit Scorsese back in the day, and I was probably like,
1: "We are twice."
2: Well, when we when we were thinking about his catalog alone, I was. Yeah. I think I went in like with a number, and, and this could be off, but it was way, way, way high. I was like $300 three hundred million, three hundred fifty million, four hundred million, and he was somewhere. I, I mean he has a Yeah, he has a ton of money. There's no question, but it was nowhere near what I thought it would He's be based way on his catalog. Lower than
0: De Niro or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, all right,
2: so I just derailed us again.
0: Button
2: so Oof, whew, Jesus, this, Benjamin Bud.
0: We have a standing <laughs> rule that never uh, almost rarely has to be used, but I want to say this before we say the number. When there's a tie when Two people are equidistant from the number in the middle. Tie goes to the lower number. It's the price is right rule, kind of, right? Oh. So we well, then have the number in the middle. So I
4: think I know what you're going to say.
0: Brad Pitt I, has a net worth of $300 million. Oh, it's, it's not in the middle, actually. Uh, Allison had three fifty. Uh, So Mike gets it at two fifty. Ah.
2: Uh, Oh,
1: Michael!
0: I was thinking you yeah,
2: damn. See, I'm. I, I come in. I come in, in. Yeah. Wow. I'm like I'm like that late call up, that September call up in baseball. Comes in and like throws a no hitter. I mean, I haven't been on in a while. You know, Brendan put me on the shelf.
3: Nice. You know,
2: and, uh, yeah. And I just come back in swinging.
0: I was uh uh really doing well for like four or five weeks in a row there, and then the last two weeks I have. Uh, goose egg tanked
1: for, yeah. for four or five weeks, but we did only two episodes during that
3: <laughs> <time>.
0: <laughs> I, <know>, I have <laughs> uh, regressed to the mean, I think, for my abilities. Yeah. So let's wrap up. Uh, Snatch. Um, we're all huge fans. Yeah. It's for those who haven't seen it, definitely rush out and see it. And like, it's it's super funny. It's funnier than you think it is.
1: And it. Like our son Liam, who's yeah. 18 now, watched it like a year or two ago, and ago. absolutely loved it. So like it works for the new generation. Yeah, of yeah. Really you know what? The movie.
2: I was, I was, I was thinking about that recently because through COVID, I took Will on a little journey of uh, of some of the comedy classics of a lifetime. And we kind of, we cataloged from, you know, the Mel Brooks early era up to, you know, the Will Ferrell early two thousands kind of stuff. So we went, you know, blazing saddles all the way to um, all the way to like old school and those, you know, those kind of comedies. And it was interesting. It was an interesting exercise for multiple reasons, right? One was to see what his reaction would be to some of this comedy the other was to dissect his reaction to some of the older comedy, like the yeah. Mel Brooks stuff. That's a little bit like you couldn't pull it off today, and right. it's you know maybe a little bit too racy for today's today's uh, today's speed. But I mean, still has weight. But it, the other part that was interesting was was that it was not um, some of it didn't translate well. Like Caddyshack isn't as funny as it was no thirty no. twenty five years not, ago. You
0: know, I, I mean, yeah, it's I always, it's funny. I attribute There's some a lot funny of parts to pacing cuz even like Caddyshack and movies around that era it's just not snappy enough it's not quite fast enough uh yeah for the, they tune,
1: which is where the, this movie works yeah. um obviously, right. it's real yeah. quick it's the music is mm-hmm. is great also i i like all of it's good
3: yeah
2: yeah and i i think i think um I'm I'm anxious for him for, you know, to take a, you know, an almost he's almost 14, but like to get him into that mindset of watching this kind of movie and understanding what's going on, understanding the pace, understanding the storyline
0: over the next couple of years, he, he'll, he'll, he'll start to get it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, no. And it's, and it's, it's really been like a fun and unique process. Like, yeah, man watching old school with a 13 year old is (laughs) maybe a little bit on the edge. And for those of you who are judging me, feel free. I don't care. Um, but, but it's, it's, it's been fun. And this is a movie, like I have my top five movies and I would love for my kids to watch them. And I don't know that my kids have seen any of them. Any of my top five
0: sit will down and have him watch the English patient.
2: I will wait on the English patient with him. Maybe I would sit down and I would watch it with Maddie. (laughs) But will, will I think probably about forty-five minutes in stabs me? Yeah, yeah. In the neck. I agree. Hard with a very sharp knife. So yeah, we'll we'll hold off on that with him and that and Casablanca too. Like I watch those with Maddie.
0: All right, Eric. Any final thoughts on Snatch?
4: Other than what we um. No, it 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 holds up really well. I I laughed as hard watching it yesterday as I did the first time I saw it. Those couple of lines in there that just get you every time.
0: The good thing is, you know, it appears Guy Ritchie is is turning in, you know, leaning into his uh strength now. He's getting back into this stuff with Gentleman, and he's got a couple other projects coming up that are much more uh, London gangster, you know, uh, heist, funny, uh, gang-related, but, you know, uh, uh, stylized like Snatch and Rock and Rolla and uh, The Gentleman. He's doing a lot more of this stuff going forward, so we can look forward to more